I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I don't see anybody following us. Does evil Kraloth miss Wiggle Worms, though? If you don't want to come. What if we just went further south? That was rude. <laughs> hey, guys. It's been annotated pretty well. I think I'll just wait and see you. But how far down is the well? I'm not repeating that. Oh, oh dear Strix. All right, fine. You, fine, you with it. I'm really nervous. Kraloth subtly hands you a flask. Look at me. I'm getting beheaded. <laughs> oh, as well. I get it. Yes, in your face, Dorn. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 135, Go Down Well. MVP this week is Sharpie, who's been posting their totally normal feelings in the form of red fan art. Sharpie is still working their way through the early episodes, so when you hear this, hi! Perhaps you noticed that starting last week, we've put some ads at the start and the end of our episodes. This is a difficult decision for us. For the past two and a half years, Dice Shame has been operating using only the generous support from our patrons. However, the choice to start running short ad clips represents the start of an exciting new opportunity for Dice Shame, one whose details we will absolutely fill you in on just as soon as we're able. If you're extremely averse to ads, we'll be updating our Patreon tiers so that you can access ad-free episodes at your leisure. Thanks to all of you for your understanding and for your support. Thanks so much. All right, should we get down to business? Let's do it. Two days of travel east and south through the edges of the high forest brings you roughly to the place marked on Harshnag's map listed as Beorana's well. It's been snowing nearly the entire time, and thick blankets of it cover the ground except places 
where the coniferous trees grow especially close. God, I'm so sick of snow. Yeah, me too. Remember the first time we came up here, it was all like, wow, new and special and pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm tired of it. Yeah, when's but- spring coming, Jack? How many, how many more hours? Yeah, Jack. <laughs> so today's the eighth of Hammer, which means we've just got Alturiac and Chess to go through before the spring equinox on the 19th. Uh, but usually it's not too warm up here until you get to at least green grass in the, at the end of Tarsic. So we're, we're a couple of months away. Wait, green grass is warm? Yeah. So the name isn't ironic. No. What if we just went further south? What if we just told all the giants to go south? And then uh, we can just fight them there. <laughs> I promise you there's giants in the south, too. It's just that there isn't an oracle in the spine of the world in the south. And that's where we need to go after Barone as well. Mm. But, I mean, if, if it's too far and you'd rather do something else, I'm sure Kieran and I could make it there. Oh. You don't want us to come with you? If you don't want to come. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Is he being serious? No, he's just messing with us. Doran approaches the three of you. He's trailing behind, and he's walking backwards. He's kind of looking through the trees. He's still got this um, concern that that they're being followed by these assassins. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's just being extra careful. I don't see anybody following us, and I'll tell you what. It's a lot more difficult to follow us in the summer with the trees that are full. So... I don't know. I don't mind the cold as long as I can see who's following us. Uh, look, Doran, mm. it's big cities we want to stay away from for the dark tide. Uh, the forests like this, it's not really where they're bread and butter. Mm. They're definitely strongest around cities. Really? So, yeah. Okay, well. Hmm. Yeah, but there's other things in the forest, Red. Yeah, like lions and tigers and owlbears. Yeah, oh, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> you come across some footprints in the snow. Their edges are muted by the recent storm. Hey, what the hell is this? Red bends down. Can I roll a tracking? Yeah, roll survival. Great. That would be a two. Plus <laughs> eight. Oh. Yeah. Terrible. You're you're not sure how long ago these were left. Probably not more than a day ago, based on how much snow has been coming down. Kraloff is flipping his mace up and down in his hand, like <laughs> No one can see that, Justin. Like flipping it up and around? (laughs) There's going to be a great sound effect there. Don't worry. (laughs) They know. They can see it. (laughs) The theater Uh of the mind. (laughs) Looks like someone came through here. Can I see the number of tracks or just one person? Yeah, roll perception. Ooh, that's a 19 plus 6. Hey, that's better. Mm, Nicely done. Yeah, you, you can't gain any information from the tracks that you see directly in front of you but you cast a quick eye around and you see that there's actually a lot more footprints just off to your left Mm, we might want to be careful here dwarves from jalanthar possibly but i don't think so they would have had to come before us somehow could be elves we're in the high forest so we're heading through the forest and well we haven't even come across path or anything we just we've just come across these footprints yeah, you guys are using Harshnag's hastily scrawled giant map yeah. and trying to figure out where this final spirit mound is. Mm. It's been annotated pretty well. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty sure where we're going. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's map just snob. any, you know, just over this next hill, I'm sure of it. Hmm. All right, well, let's just take it slow and easy. 
Doran stands next to Jack, pointing at the map, and he says, uh, Does it look like these footprints go in the same direction of where we're supposed to be headed, or what? That's a great question. Red, what, what, what direction do you think they're heading in? East. They're headed east. And what's this on the map? And Doran's still kind of pointing. That's a coffee stain, Doran. <laughs> well, I don't care what it is. Which way are we going? Are we going east? Yeah, east-ish. Okay, well. All right, well, let's just take it slow and uh, yeah. be on guard. I'd rather be follower. Fall. I'd rather be fall, following than a follower. No, I'd rather be following than following. Yeah, we get where you're going. Don't worry. Yeah. Let's go. Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. Okay. You got right, that. Good job. The tracks lead deeper into the forest, not quite in a straight line, but still purposeful, keeping to the lower land, maybe following some frozen stream under the snow. After about an hour of following these tracks, you hear a commotion up ahead. It's getting dark now kind of early evening. You hear sounds of people maybe singing. It's hard to tell from this distance. Mm. Everyone, get down. Red, you and Kieran both uh, hear <laughs> the sounds of chanting, maybe? Red, you don't understand the language, but there's definitely some music underneath. Do you want to scout ahead? I could use 10 minutes, and then I could understand the language. Yeah, if you want to take a few minutes, that's fine. I'm going to do my primeval awareness. And Red lays down on the snow, and I'm going to just sense how many humanoids or giants are within a five-mile radius. Red, you don't detect any giant traces within five miles. However, there is a huge accumulation of humanoids just up ahead, maybe maybe a kilometer away. Mm. There's at least 80. There's almost 80 people. Up ahead. 80. And Doran's looking down at the footprints in the dim light. Mm-hmm. Does it appear like 80 footprints? Or maybe could there have been like 80 people converging from different parts of the land? It's 80. I, I just sensed 80. No, no, I understand that. But my I question is like, felt 80. look, look at the footprints. And Doran's now pointing on the round on the ground. Like at the footprints from 10, the direction. Maybe 10 sets of mm. footprints that you've been following. Maybe something up there. I mean, there's not enough footprints here to, to describe 80 people up there. Maybe they're converging from different directions. Right, right. Look, they're not for a kilometer off, so I'm going to try to stealth up. Wait here. Don't make a sound. I'll see what I can find out. And Red begins to skulk up stealthily. Mm-hmm. Doran starts making hand signals towards Jack and Kraloth. Casting a spell. Casting a spell. Kraloth starts eating a, a very loud apple. <laughs> <laughs> And Jack, you're performing your ritual for I, I comprehend am languages? comprehending languages. Yes, I've got All right, that. sounds good. In the meantime, Red, you stalk forward through the gathering dusk underneath the limbs of these conifers. Roll a stealth check for me. Happily. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. Keep that da, da. dice a rollin'. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. Stealth check. Ooh, that's 17 plus 7. 24. Red, you come eventually to a place in the forest where the floor gives way to a cavern mouth, a yawning dark hole in the snowy landscape that must be at least 200 feet across. The human sounds are coming from within the hole, and smoke also issues forth from within. Do you stay in the tree line? I'm going to scan around to make sure there's no other beings around here other than within that hole. And that's a 19 perception. You don't perceive any movement in the forest around you. Then I'll skulk forward, laying close to the ground. Oh, you like down on all fours? 
Yes. Mm. Like wiggle worms? Right across. Like, like, <laughs> like oh, I haven't played wiggle worms in a dog's age. Aww. I miss it terribly. Me too. Does evil Kraloth miss wiggle worms, though? <laughs> we don't Kraloth know yet. is all about wiggle worms, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe Honest Red isn't, though. Maybe that's the, that's the mm. dichotomy. Honest anyway. Red? Honest red, like oh yeah, pinch clean. Honest red and evil crayon. I haven't figured a new, a new <laughs> Ships label. Ships passing in the assassin night. red, maybe He's killer right. red. Killer red's kind of cool. Maybe killer red, evil crayloth. Mm-hmm. But but red's always been a killer, right? right. So there's no the new version of red. Revelation red. Ooh, Revelation red's cool. got some alliteration to it. That's for sure. All right, Revelation red creeps up to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> the cavern, the well that you look down into, is very deep. Way down at the bottom, in the center where the light still reaches, a small grove of trees has grown up. You can imagine pine cones falling down from the spruce on the surface, clattering against the edges of the cavern mouth, and then flung out into empty space, landing softly 250 feet below, and growing a sapling over decades, starting a tiny subterranean forest. Beyond the little grove, the bottom of the cavern extends out past the edges of the surface mouth into who knows how much space. The dark caves below are spotted with campfires and torchlight. Oh, Yana's well. I get it. <laughs> it's like a big wet. Yeah, no. It like turns to somebody who's not there. <laughs> Based on the number of fires and voices, you can hear there could be a whole tribe down here, and it sounds like they're in the middle of some kind of event or feast day. Mm. I'm just going to observe them for a moment, mm-hmm. lay close to the snow, and watch. Red, you watch for a few moments, and as you look down into the well and, and gain your surroundings a little more, you notice that there's a rope on the rim of the cavern mouth, a dead tree's trunk forms an anchor point and the rope descends down into the darkness. You would assume this is probably the way that most people enter and exit the well. Yeah. Kraloth, Doran, Jack. It's been about 10 minutes since Red left your side. He has yet to return. Kraloth says in Goblin. You know what I said? I do. Oh, good. I'm not repeating that. Don't, yeah. I can't believe you said it <laughs> that, to me in the first place. That was place. rude. Oh my God. <laughs> that was really <laughs> rude. Light, man. I, I, I didn't think, well, I, I don't know. I can't speak I it, but I can understand it. <laughs> wow. He said we're supposed to be quiet, but I tell you what, I'm getting kind of antsy here. I hope he's not in any trouble. So tell me a little bit more about the Uthgard barbarians. Jack, perhaps you could have learned a little bit about the tribes that may yeah. reside here. Um, since you know, you've known for some time that you're headed to Beirun as well. Yeah, I got a 25 history to try and pull together everything I know about this specific mm. spot in their culture. So with a 25, you've learned through your travels, maybe you did a little extra reading during your time in Silvery Moon, who knows. But Beirun as well has been known to scholars to be a sacred site for two different tribes, the Black Lion tribe and the Red Tiger tribe. Some people say that these tribes do not get along. Others say that they have an uneasy alliance. Hmm. As far as the tribes themselves, you know that both of them are typically very hostile. The Black Lion tribe specifically has no tolerance for diplomacy or the trappings of civilization. 
while the Red Tiger tribe has been known to attack larger civilizations like small towns, not just individual homesteads, in order to gather goods and supplies. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's it, it's not going to be the friendliest folks we we've ever met. I don't imagine. Um, hmm. I'm I'm a little worried about it. I I was surprised we got along so well with the with the Great Worm Tribe, honestly. And so this, yeah. And as this story is un- unveiling, Doran's like skulking towards the hole, like ceases, and he like skulks back to where they were originally waiting. <laughs> I think I'll just wait and see. Uh, See what Red says. I mean, I don't want to get us in any trouble. I mean, it's not like they're a very friendly tribe, it doesn't sound mm-hmm. like. Kieran's been sniffing around in the snow, wagging their tail, and you hear their voice in your head, Jack. I think they were dragging something, boss. F- food. It smells good. Yeah, like a, I mean, it, it did sound like a party. I, I'm not sure. I can't... I, I don't know all of their their holidays and rituals. I wonder what they're celebrating. Jack, is your is your dog talking about food? Because I, I I'm smelling food too. I was just thinking about food. You were. You two got a nose like a bloodhound. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, it's a party down there. Um, they brought supplies. Imagine they had like fresh deer. Oh 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 oh, oh deer strips, venison strips, mm. seared, cut into oh, yeah. very very thin and wrapped. Oh yeah. Around, yeah, yeah uh, with, and, and, pork. and freshly cracked uh, black pepper. Have you ever had that? Oh, mm. mm-hmm. meanwhile, <laughs> red, it's a party vibe down there, although it's unlike any party that you've been to. From your observations here on the rim of the well, you gain two important pieces of information. Number one, that the rope. That seems to be the main mode of egress from this well is not really being used right now. It doesn't seem like people are coming and going from the party. seems like a pretty stationary situation. And the second important piece of information is you do notice that a couple of people are acting a little bit intoxicated. That you're not sure whether it's some herb or a drink like you would have brewed beer or spirits, but people are uh, enjoying themselves in a way that has them maybe walking not straight. Um, People are laughing more uproariously than you would expect. So this is clearly a party atmosphere. And just before Red sort of skulks back, he takes one last look to see if he can spot anything that might house or be a giant artifact. Mm, It's tricky because from your position on the rim of this well you can't see all the deeper parts of the cavern they extend beyond um you're kind of sitting on a rim of something and underneath the cavern is much wider Mm. does it look like there are places to hide down there in the shadows oh certainly okay red sort of nods to himself skulks back and quickly heads back to the others Mm mm-hmm Maybe like a uh, mm. like a, a sharp cheese, yeah. grated over a uh, so like a, like a souffle. Oh, uh, okay. Kieran's just sitting in front of you guys, wagging his tail. Hey guys! Oh, you're here back. Oh, Red's just standing there. One second, Red. I mean, one second. What the fuck are you doing here? They... We're, we're trying. We're going to be as well. <laughs> I found it. Oh, oh, oh right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Look, it looks like there's a big party going on, and uh, a few people intoxicated. A party. Yeah, but there's about 80 people, as I said. Uh, mm. Far too many that we could take on. I'm wondering if we go in stealthy. 
Now, remember, with Pass Without Trace, I can give us each, as long as we stay within, you know, 30 feet of me, a good boon to our bonus. But I'm wondering if maybe we uh, take precautions. And Red sort of glances between Kraloth and Doran's new armor. Mm. Um, I don't think there's really any way we could kill 80 barbarians let alone would we want to you know there's families down there yeah i don't want to kill them, i'm you know thinking that maybe if we try to go in stealthy and not have any sort of uh you know danger coming up that maybe uh you two could lose your armor to to make it easier well um hmm. best case we can sneak down there find the artifact toss it in a portable hole and climb back up that's what i'm thinking hmm and it's not bad. And Red bends over and he like starts digging a hole in the snow like to show. He's like, mm-hmm. see, there's a rope over here to the north. And then uh, it's probably maybe 200, 250 feet down. But there's darkness all around the ledge. So I think we would be able to hide in this sort of little alcove. Well, how far down is the well? Two, two, 250 so, feet. So, I mean, there, there <laughs> right, is an option. Right, right. But how far down <laughs> is the well? I'm really nervous about climbing a rope. 250 feet down. And I know Kraloth loves heights and uh, Doran is super limber, but we could take shallow breaths and hide in that hole as you scampered down there and let us out once we were in a spot where we weren't going to be seen. Mm. It's uh, not a bad idea, Jack, but kind of risky. I mean, you're not going down right now. Why don't, why don't we wait a few hours? Um, maybe they'll fall asleep and then... Hey, that's not a bad idea if we all crawl into the hole, but it might be might be quiet enough once everybody's asleep that we all crawl down together. I mean, I mean, there's a couple different ways we can do it. I, I I'm not opposed to getting in the in the hole. I guess there's a lot of trust to put in Red. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Cool. And Red, in the meantime, is going to unattune from the eyes rune, and he's going to reattune to his masquerade tattoo so he can disguise himself and look mm. like a barbarian. Just cool. doubling down on the bluff. I want to say something, though. I mean, what happens if if uh, you are captured or something? I mean, what's 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 plan B if we're stuck in the hole in your pocket? Listen, plan B is fine. I'm going to go to Waterdeep, hire three new adventurers, bring them to the Cloud Giants, and everything. What happens to us? <laughs> Who? Oh, you? Um, Dorian, there's no better get-out-of-jail card than I unfurl a tiny little cloth onto the ground and the three of us pop out to rescue Red from whatever problem is. As long as he's got an arm free. Just don't lose it. Yeah. Lose what? Yeah. Red checks his pockets. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That'll be fine. Look, I can squirrel out of anything. And besides, I can move like 120 feet in one round. What are we hearing from these songs now that Jack can understand the language, hopefully? Is there, is there a theme to the, to the celebration? Is there anything we can sort of glean about what's going on down there from, zug, zug. from the voices and singing and partying we're hearing? Yeah, Jack, I mean, it's still pretty far away. You guys are a kilometer away to be able to make out any specific um, voices. But when all of the voices are raised in concert singing some kind of chorus maybe you're able to make out the gist of it is like good hunt fast return of spring right all right it's sort of a midwinter festival kind of thing. my kind of Fire dance red's just boogieing in the corner waving his hands above his head. <laughs> turn of spring <laughs> personal rave <laughs> cool so you guys wait for a couple hours 
Lights go out in the sky. Mm. Stars come out. Mm-hmm. Things get quiet. All right, well, you might as well take off your armor while we're waiting. I'm still very concerned. So if we're down in the, in the hole, and you put the hole down and we pop out, and we have to, you know, get into a battle, and, and we're not wearing our armor, like, that, that could be pretty... Doran, you'll still be wearing your ring. You can thunderstep right out the hole. Well, what about me? The, the truth is, with the amount of people down there, Combat is not really an option. Mm. If things go south, we're going to want to get out of there as soon as possible. So mm. armor or no armor, we'd be toast. Mm. At this point, if it's going to make our chances of sneaking less likely, then we've got to lose it, which means you've got to get rid of this. And I point to Jack's dangly earrings. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're so noisy. I know they're right. Beautiful. I gotta. I, <laughs> you know, I've been just trying them. I, I, like... I, just new since Silvery Moon. I've been really trying a new thing. No guys. No, I'm no, sorry. Don't um, like one here. Fine. It's like a little tiny wind chime. It's been uh, really you... getting on everyone's nerves for the past five days, but no one said anything because they love you. I'm jerks about it. I don't know. I thought it sounded really nice. <laughs> I bet you I can sneak better than you, Dorn. I don't know about that. Look at look at you. Look at you. Well, you're literally four feet taller than me. Yeah. Sneaking practice. That's what you guys are doing while you're waiting for the sun to go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh Okay, red red Jack, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kray, okay. you come back here with me. You come back over here with me. All right, now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Right. Jack, are your eyes closed? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay, they're closed. Now we're going to walk that. up. I'm not watching. Okay, tell us, they're totally tell us, closed. You tell us when you hear us. Okay, here we go. Okay. I'm going to start. Okay. Are we starting? Oh, are we doing it together, or you you go first? Well, I'll, I'll have to guess which one of us is going first. Oh, okay. So one, I hear one you. Together. Okay. Oh, okay. I read. Are they just talking to each other? Do they know they're supposed okay. to be okay. quiet? Here? I don't know. Here go. We go. Okay. I can hear both of you. <laughs> I rolled a five. I rolled sixteen. <laughs> oh. oh. So Doran like Kraloth is quieter. Doran like trips and like climbs to the snow and Yes, in your face, Doran. <laughs> Alright, fine you fine you win. He hands you five gold. <laughs> we, we had a bet. <laughs> well done. The feast day vibes carry on into the night, and it's late when the last sounds of revelry die down and the fires burn low. Finally, the moon is hanging low on the horizon, and all is quiet within Baron as well. And you're sure you want to do this, Red says, like standing next to a rock wall as the three of you are lined up. Dorn and Kraloth not wearing any armor. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, get in one at a time. Yeah, and uh, Kraloth steps into this black hole. Doran's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't get weird until he folds it up, and that's the part where it, where it's going to get strange because this whole part of reality is going to fold in on top of us. It's uh, oh oh great, Kraloth standing there next to like these giant relics. He's just in the dark though. Okay, can you hear me if I talk to you? Yes, yes, I still can. Oh, relatively, oh, okay. you, you you're standing in an extra dimensional space, but it's actually like still only five feet from us. So once we're in here, we're still there until yeah. we're not. And Doran comes in the hole. All right, fold it up, Red. Let's go. Red walks in front, and you see him, like, silhouetted by this black hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just like, all right, guys, I got your armor in the bag of holding. It's all good in case we need it, but uh, so long. And he, like, reaches up, and you see him, like, pull down this hole, and it disappears as 
he's doing it and you're just in blackness. Mm-hmm. And then when Red closes it up and folds it and puts it in his pocket, he's like, man, we're still a kilometer from the hole. I thought, oh, shit. And he starts running as fast as he can towards the whole <laughs> edge. <laughs> how fast can I run a kilometer? <laughs> so how, mu- how long do we really have in here before we run out of air? I'm no alchemist, but I'm pretty sure a breathing creature like us can survive in a portable hole for 10 minutes. It should be no, no problem. Wait, a, a single breathing creature? Because well, there's three of us. I, there's you and me, and now we're arguing, and we're asking questions. You, oh, no. Calm oh, your no. breathing, Doran. And I'm calm panicking. Your You're hyperventilating, Doran. You'll be able to suffocate for a long time before you die. <sighs> okay, okay. Meanwhile, Red. Red arrives at the edge of Bianca's well, and he looks at the rope. I got time I own, but I'm at... Like, seven minutes! So he just grabs the rope and starts climbing down, Mm -hmm. hand over hand, Mm -hmm. panicking, sweat dripping down his brow. And halfway down, he stops. Oh, shit! I've got to disguise myself! He, like, looks over his shoulder, looking down at the pit and all the hopefully sleeping barbarians. And then after a second, he just changes on the rope. You see this, like, magic wash over him as he becomes this large, heavyset, bald barbarian. Kevin Costner. (laughs) <laughs> no, Russell Crowe. Yeah. And then he continues climbing down. Red, you descend the rope into the darkness, hung in oblivion like a spider on a piece of silk. The floor of the cavern is only snowy in the middle, below the aperture of the cave through which you've descended. Beyond the shadow of this eye, a large chamber hooded with stalactites reaches out about 700 feet across. The ceiling is pierced with tree roots and rocky protrusions, and you silently land on the floor of the cavern, although you appear like someone who really belongs here. I appear like Peter Refrington, my alter ego. Roughly triangular in shape, the northeastern corner of the cavern is raised up on a ledge, and a large encampment has been constructed there, the shapes of tents visible even in the gloom. To the northwest, the sound of running water betrays the presence of some underground spring. And to the south, a series of ledges climb the side of the cavern wall topped with a few structures. The dark forms of sleeping tribal warriors are scattered throughout the dark cavern, especially concentrated around the spring and the encampment to the east. Red, as you land on the floor here, you don't see anyone directly around you. But there are sleeping figures everywhere. Oh boy. Red quickly looks around for like a flat wall he can throw the portable hole against. There are several stalagmites growing from the floor here and there around the chamber. There's one just beside you. Yeah, he slides down the little hill and starts running towards it. And in his head, he's like, 943, 44, 45, 46. He's like running towards this Mm -hmm. big opening. Roll a stealth check for me, please. Red's going to cast Pass Without Trace. 27. You slide towards this stalagmite, stealthily quiet. And I throw the hole on the wall and casually open it back up. (sighs) 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 Took you long enough. We tried as fast as I could, I'm sorry. We started so far back from the well, I really should We should have gone to the edge before doing that. It's not very smart. I'm pretty sure Doran farted in there. I felt like we were in there forever. Also, I wanted to make a joke, by the way. I'm so surprised your digestive system is still working like that. I, I wouldn't have suspected. It. it was Jack. 
Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> At which point Kieran appears beside. So convenient. All right. Uh, pass without traces on. So we don't have to keep whispering, actually, because <laughs> it's just sort of a nice little area around here. We should keep whispering for the ambience. Over there to the east of us is the tent. And uh, looks like there's a stream over there to the west of us. Okay. Jack, do your thing. Tell us where it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there an... Well, do we want to start where there's no people and, and work our way towards people? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Well, hold on. And Kraloth, can can I do a survival check to get a lay of the land or would that be perception? Uh, that would be perception. 24. Whoa. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, looking for giant artifacts anywhere that, you know, they have some sort of... Mm. What do your undead eyes see? Altar. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you spy towards the south corner of the room that there appear to be some structures atop a ledge that look like they could be maybe totem poles. Mm. You're still about 500 feet away from them, but they look like <clears throat> a likely spot to start your search. Kraloth has his goggles on and he turns a little knob on the side. <laughs> Cool. So steampunk. Yeah. The the vision zooms in and I can see the totem poles. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Worry. <laughs> but it actually doesn't happen. Enhance. I pretend that there, there's a knob on the side <laughs> of my glasses. That's even better. It looks like there's something over there. Dorn feels like the monkey in, in the forbidden cavern of Aladdin. Where like he's seeing all these like booze bottles and like he's like really tempted to like touch nothing grab one but the artifact. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's funny. But he, he you know like so he's like very tempted to grab all these. You know he's seeing these empty half empty Don't booze bottles. Don't snap out of it. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's start heading towards those totem poles and stay close to me. And once we're out of here, I'm gonna get a drink. What? No. Shut up. Once we're out of here, I said. Sure. I can, I can wait till after, is my saying. Hold you damn. It's been five minutes. Kraloth subtly hands you a flask, Doran. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Evil Kraloth. Evil <laughs> Everyone make a stealth check. 27. Kraloth is going to cast Enhance Ability on himself, doing Cat's Grace, which gives him mm -hmm. advantage on... Dexterity checks. Nice. Wow. Natural 20. Hey! Nice. Whoa! Good one. Evil Kraloth. Kraloth disappears. 17. 18. Nice. nice. Stealthily, the four of you make your way across the floor of the cavern. What's everyone's passive perception? 20. Ooh. 17. 11. 13. Pretty good. Red, as you are stealthing your way across you notice just in the nick of time that there are barbarians sleeping under the snow here. Stop. Barely betrayed by the shape of their body against the earth. Several of them here, just in very stealthy mounds. What? Sick. Don't. They're are sick. Are they sleeping or are they, are they dead? They're under the snow? You know, snow is actually very insulating. Shut up. <laughs> Go around them very carefully. And you continue on your way south towards this ledge. 
you approach and see that you're going to have to climb up. It's about 10 feet to the first tier, and there's a second tier beyond that. But Kraloth's eyes <clears throat> did not deceive him. There are two totem poles here on either side of the top ledge. What What are they of? Like, what are they displaying? Mm. One pole is covered with something dark and has a lion's skull atop it. The other is also stained and has a tiger's skull on top. Both of the poles appear to be etched with carvings. Pole monsters. Classic. Mm. Probably black lions and red tigers, the two. No, no. No, you don't think so? Okay, that's fine. Pole monsters for sure. Uh, Definitely Mm. human. I've heard legend. uh, Artifacts is... My vibe. Of the pole monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scary. I didn't think we'd encountered them. All right. Well, how do we get up? Um, well, why don't you take a rope up there, Red? You can make quick work of that ledge. I could, but why don't I boost you up and then I'll climb up after. I, uh, yeah, okay. I don't want to leave any sign of our being here. If someone spots a rope, it could be a bit of a visual. Yeah, you first, Kraloth. <clears throat> Oh, you're so much lighter without your plate armor on. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Give me give me a hand here, Kraloth. Just to... Yep, I reach down and I pull Jack up and, and begin making sure everybody like gets up. Like a feather, just toss him around. <laughs> I whip him up to the top. Doran just like holds onto Jack's ankle as, as Jack's being lifted. <laughs> <laughs> just drags you up Carry behind both. him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right, and Red scampers up behind them. Through the power of teamwork, you're able to make it up to the top, where you see that at the far rear of this corner of the cavern, there is an altar. It's Mm. wide and darkly stained, a stone block that is at least several tons. It's nine feet long by six feet wide by three feet tall. I think that's it. Did you uh, pick up the portable hole, Red? Fuck! Did you? <laughs> Red climbs back down and runs all the way. It's just like a long moment where you see Red like running just a single shot. 500 yeah. feet away. Yeah, it's one single long shot. He reaches up. He pulls down the hole. Jumps he picks over it up. the barbarians. He runs back. He jumps over the barbarians. He comes all the way back up. <sighs> no. Damn it. <laughs> I wish we'd forgotten it. I would have loved the after scene, like the after episode credits of the uh, the Uthgard barbarians, like being like, "Oh, we lost our our artifact, but we got this new <laughs> artifact, which is amazing." I didn't, I didn't forget it. I kept it there for safety. Anyway, all right. What happens next, boys? Well, is this is this it? And Doran looks at Jack. What what is this? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean... Don't you live for this shit, Jack? You get all... You, you, you dream of this stuff. Well, you know what? Actually, Doran's going to roll his uh, stone cunning. Mm. Yeah. Good idea. Jack's not going to take it. You take it out from under him. 18 for stone cunning. What can you tell me about this stone thing, oh, dungeon master? This is a solid piece of granite. It was certainly used as an altar in the past. Mm. It's probably been in this position for at least 500 years. Uh, so it's granite. This is like one of the heaviest pieces of stone you could possibly find. It's solid all the way through. I don't know. And Darn like knocks on it and he doesn't hear a <laughs> hollow sound. Yes, it is. 
Yeah, he like he like puts his ear next to it like a doctor. Well, yeah. I don't know what doctors do that anymore. But <laughs> yeah, you know a doctor puts his ear. <laughs> Wait, like, your doctor doesn't let me do just that. Hear your guts. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> Should I get a new doctor, guys? Probably. It sounds like it. Like it. it I'm skeptical. Do- Dorant. I almost said doctor. Dorant. Mm-hmm. Doctor Dorant. Doctor Dorant. It's a new TV show. Dorant knocks on the altar and and he says, "Yeah, you know." Granite gives a very specific sound when it's hollow. This is a solid piece of, of granite. I don't know how we're going to move this. True, but granite, we don't understand what's in there yet. Granite, we've only come here a what's, few minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you said there. That's, uh-huh. Red, can you pull out the rod of the Von and Dad? Sure, yeah. And Red pulls out the rod of the Von and Dad and hands it to Jack. Doom, doom. Just falls on the ground. Hefting this rod made for fire giants, uh, Jack is attuned to it and channels the energy to try and find a giant artifact, the closest one on this plane of reality. It has to be a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. Mm. So you would have to say what kind of thing you're looking for. Mm. So what do we got so far? We got an axe. We got a shield. We got a shield. We got, we got, a, got a mask. Yeah. So we, what else would a fighter have? A, a weapon, uh, a piece of apparel, uh, a game, an instrument. Um, what about shoes? Sh- sure. Is that on apparel? Yeah, but I mean to say, look, you're going out, you put on your mask, you grab your shield, you take your axe. You need a pair of shoes. Yeah, I Show mean- me shoes. <laughs> Red points to the altar. Rod, you, uh, Red, you know giants better than, than anyone. Uh, yeah. If- Actually, that's a good point. Can I roll <laughs> information on giants? Definitely. Definitely roll. You know, actually, when I was speaking with Hoshnag... I really picked his brain about some of the things that giants are into. 18. Does anything come to mind? Red, you and Jack put your heads together and you're able to kind of make an educated guess about what kind of artifact you're looking for. Given that, you need to find one artifact for each kind of giant. Uh, Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we have all the other pieces, Remember, Jack? We have the fire giant shield the, and the... The bull from the stone giants and the... Right. The mask from the cloud giants, so we're, we're looking... Right, but we don't have a frost giant. I'm wondering if it might be... Under the snow somewhere. Oh, what? Maybe it's under the snow somewhere. No. Maybe the snow is the artifact. Mm, yeah. All right, just everyone... Kraloth and Doran are like off on their own. Kraloth and Doran... Red takes Jack by the shoulders and we step once to the side. I wonder if it could be maybe a helmet or a paddle, something that would give them the seafaring edge, like a Nordic tribe. Sure. Um, Yeah, so let's start with a a show me me, uh, frost giant hat. What do we... You do not return any hits for hat. So... So I think if, if we're thinking about red, if we're th- if we're thinking about the sorts of things that are available to frost giants in the in the north, right? Like they've got metal because maybe they're digging it out of the earth. But there's a lot of there's not a lot of trees up in all that ice. You might have like walrus tusks or you know leathers for boats. I don't know. I think it could be a paddle. Show us paddle. <laughs> yeah, let, let's uh, let's ring the the rod of the Von and Dodd searching for a uh, intricately carved giant paddle. Harlan keeps pointing behind him like he's on the prices right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's no, a like family, I'm on family feud. feud. That's what I mean, family feud. I said family feud. Yeah, Shut you up. did. You did. There's no evidence t- 
to the contrary. It, to the it wasn't recorded. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. There's no paddle, boys. Damn. It's, it's not a paddle. Damn, I thought it was going to be a paddle. Uh, anyway, what were you saying about wood? Well, I'm just saying they probably don't have a lot of wood up in the like icy north where, where I understand frost giants spend a lot of their time. I'm, I'm thinking... And what about a horn? Why don't you ask that thing if it can find us a horn? Sure. Let's find horn. And it goes off. What? You get a ping. <laughs> yeah, Jack tries not to shout when he, when he gets the jolt of like, oh, shit, something is nearby within a thousand yeah. feet. What, what direction am I looking? <gasps> what happened? It's under your feet, Jack. Good news, bad news. It's below the earth. Oh. Hey, wait a minute. Could that altar be an entrance? Hmm. Can it move? And Red walks over to it and hmm. just kind of like... Gives it a little shove. Do you want to make a strength roll? I might as well. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a seven. Um, you may be surprised to learn that nothing happens. Doran watches Red do this, and without really even looking, he runs over and, in a very American football style way, throws his shoulder into it and starts like stealthily. I'd like to help. Roll a strength check. So that's going to be 20. A dirty 20. Nothing happens. I I think this altar does move, but not the top. Uh, Doran, you and Kraloth grab that side. Jack, you, uh, you know what? Doran, you help me on this side. Uh, Jack, you go help Kraloth on that side. Sure. That's a better distribution of strength. You guys pull your side. We'll pull our okay. side. Mm. Ready? Yep. Three, two... Nothing happened. (sighs) Does it look like anything could be placed upon it? Definitely there is kind of a divot on top where you would lay a creature. Ah. Hmm. Hey, Doran, climb on top of this thing for a second. And he, he like, lies on the table as if he's like, Look at me, I'm getting beheaded. (laughs) Now, don't get angry at me. And Red pulls out his sylvan ghost dagger. And he draws a little bit of blood from Doran's side. Just like a... Ow! What the hell are you doing? As a droplet of blood slides from Doran's side and lands on the altar, it begins to quake and move. Kraloth casts silence. A rough-hewn niche opens beneath the altar through which Doran falls. It forms a narrow stone stairway that leads down into the earth. You smell stale stone, dirt, and something else. Some strange undertone. Red turns around and takes a look at the tribe that's sleeping. Does anyone stir? No, it seems like Kraloth's spell caught the sound before it reached them. And Red puts away his sylvan dagger and heads down after Dorne. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Christopher Ryan Evans, Alexander Reed, Merlin, Mitchell Cadwell, Michael and Brianna Weber, Brian Blass, Heather Nichols, Colin Burkhart, Daniel, Kara Smith Blass, Doug, Gray, Jackie and Rain, Creature, Stephen Lovett, Jessica Orrit, Jonah Goldman, Melanie Xian, Lars, and Mari Kaniski. See you soon! Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow body set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin. While the Glow and Go facial set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM.